You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. Let's go. I think I need new headphones. This is about the third pair of headphones I've gone through that I get a weird feedback from time to time. Either that or it's something in my house causing some interference, which is very possible too. Are we live? Did you freeze? Did I freeze? 14 seconds. We were on this damn feed for 14 (laughs) seconds. And you're back before the internet messed up, <laughs> and I'm back. How much of this has this show already started? I don't even know, man. Uh, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. buddy, and, it's and been it's one so of those good. one of those Mondays that it just seems right. It's fitting. It is. It is fitting. You're looking good, man. You're looking healthy. I swear to God, if this internet keeps breaking up, I'm gonna freak out. I'm dying, Paul. That's <laughs> that's the truth. So if I'm if I look good, it's because I'm fooling you. I don't even know where no, to start. Man, we need to start. Well, we, can, we can start a whole other show about Andrew's life and health issues. How about that? At thirty-seven, um, Doctor Paul, yeah, Doctor Doctor Paul, with my Chevy Chase. <laughs> we need to. Well, maybe we'll put we'll put a little a little clip on the on the O two go wild on Instagram of my. That's great. See, you couldn't even see that before. Don't you? Look at that chainsaw cutting. Yes. Out. Oh man, I'll tell you what. There there aren't many things that I that that come from china that i'm real fond of uh you know i'm just gonna be honest right like you try to buy stuff my wife got this from she got me a hooked on the timu or team or whatever the hell it's called i don't know dude there's, hey, it's some some made in china website i got this shirt from from timu for like five bucks love it best best christmas shirt i've ever had so, there you go all right so here's here's where we're, we're gonna start andrew uh there was no football Today, game. On, there was no football game on Saturday. This past Saturday, uh, aliens invaded the planet uh, and um, took over the bodies. Cord at the end of the game. That's what happened. I'm going to stick with that. So you know how you know how like Gus Johnson always calls Marvin Harrison Maserati Marv. Yes, I saw. I saw a meme that said Maserati Marv and Honda McCord. <laughs> <laughs> Honda McCord. How clever is that? I love that kid. Listen. Don't be beating up on these kids online. Stop it. All right. You're grown men. Stop sending hate tweets to Honda McCord. Let them live. That's all I got That's, about that. That's all I got to say. He, so, the, you know, the worst part is we have to listen to Glenn for the next year. I will block Glenn. Okay. Well, as, he doesn't as, listen as, to the show. I will block him. As we talked about in our little group text, uh, I'll just keep killing his deer. And, uh, because right now I'm on a pretty good streak for going up there. When I kill a deer up there, we lose a football game. So that's what I told you. Stop killing Michigan deer. I'm I'm not I'm not hunting 
with Glenn in Michigan again. I'll hunt with Mike Larson. <laughs> uh, if that, if that offer is still on the table, Mike, if you're listening, um, I'm not hunting with Glenn again, ever, ever. No, until we ever. break the streak. So. Even if there's a fire. Uh, the only, I, I don't know. I don't even remember if I talked about this on this, on the show last week, this is the best part of my hunt from Drummond Island. So best what Paul's hold, what Paul's holding is a shed, right? What is it, a little eight point? Little, Dude, little, it would yeah. If he was if he was oh, typical, yeah, yeah it's a little eight point. Yeah. So Paul, we're up there on the island, and um, I just got to tell a story. And he sends this group text, and it's like update. <laughs> Paul's out by himself. Uh, we don't really know where he's at. He's lone wolfing it out there, and it's this group text that he sends this little video, and it's like update from the island, and he starts at the very tip of the antler. And he like starts scrolling across and we're all like, oh, my God, he got one. And then it comes to the very end and it's his hand holding the shed. And then he flicks us all off. And it was like, <laughs> gotcha. Damn you, Paul. That it was, was good. Brilliant. Maybe we could share that one on the O2 feed because uh, I, I really enjoyed doing that. I'm not going to lie. That I was was like, well, these, guys, these guys are going to see the antler coming to frame. They're like, oh, my God. So, yeah, great. man, we uh, I, I, we'll I just touched briefly on, on the Drummond Island. Uh, last week, but Andrew, big news in the O2 podcast world. Our O2 yeah. shop is live. Okay, here we go. Yeah, the shop is Tell live, us. buddy. You've so, been you've been instrumental in this, so you you give the rundown on the on the shop there. So listen, you can go to the O2 podcast dot com. Uh, click on the shop tab. So the top tab, you can see it. Click on shop. Uh, you're going to see, you're going to be taken to another dimension, Andrew, where you're going to be able to shop everything that you could possibly need as a hunter or angler in the state of Ohio uh, or beyond. So this is my product of the week, okay? A bunch of deer getting killed, man. We've been seeing deer left and right getting popped. You've got one on the board. I got one on the board. So if you are into the Euro mounts. You're good. Are you still there? I'm beside myself with this internet. You said if you're into the Euro mounts, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know where to, we're not going to edit any of this. You're going to have to listen. Oh, to the yeah, it's up. great. Wicked, no, here, I'll finish it. North what, what's the name of the, what's the name of the item? The actual skull cat, skull it's mount? The Wicked North Gear, no, the hang up. It's called the, the hang up. It's just a little device. So, it's, yeah. It's six year old. It's sweet. You got one. I got two of them last year. And then I've got um, one for this year. And I will buy another one if I need it, but it is what 30 bucks, the easiest Euro mount thing I've ever used. And, um, I'm I, totally worth it. I put the order in, it shows up a couple days later. It's ready for you. Just check those out. If you're, if you're going to Euro mount side of things, definitely uh, an item to have. So you still there, yeah, Paul? It's great. Okay. love it. So check that out. Yeah, I'm 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 here. We're I, I hell I might I might move up and do this out of my living room. Yeah, you're good. This is the show. But um so anyway, so check it out. The02podcast.com, click on shop. There's all sorts of products there, anything that you could possibly want to hunt fish uh or trap, anything. Check it out. Um deer nuts, months, you've been putting those out in your backyard, feeding a deer like a bunch of fat kids at a buffet on Christmas. Uh get deernuts.com forward slash Ohio. And I will throw my two cents in there because they are pretty sweet. And I know it's it's something different than corn. Um, and it, I'm going to be really honest, kind of looks like dog food. But I put them out the one day, and I'm not joking, nine minutes later. I had the trail cam 
nine minutes later, there was deer there. It was doe, but they came in. They're holding up pretty good in the rain. Uh, it gives them something different, whatever. They come in. They love them. So I I actually, I've been reading that ad, and I've, I get a lot of grief from people. They're like, oh, my God, you sound so uncomfortable doing that. I'm like, well, because I don't usually read ads. Um, but actually now having the ability to try them and test them out, I'm I'm gonna go find another bag because um I I do think it does add something different to their diet and you know gives you something maybe that another property might not have. And I was looking, if anybody's interested, check out that website, um getdeernuts.com slash Ohio. But the uh tractor supply, rural king, there's other places that have it if you want to go they have like a little place finder where you can find a retailer near you totally worth it give it a look yeah it's uh, pretty cool stuff man uh let's see we got thanks our guys over at go wild one thing I'll, I'll send in there um they've been doing those podcasts with a gunbroker.com people and those are awesome podcasts and they do a really nice job and they're very knowledgeable about firearms and different things i don't know what the hell they're talking about half the time but it sounds really cool and uh so check those out Thanks to the guys over at Blackgate Hunting, BlackgateHunting.com, Justin, right? Is that it? Uh, and use the code O2Podcast, 10% off. Awesome cameras. You know, we hung one up there in Drummond, and I, it was just like for, I don't know, 24 hours that thing was up there. Paul, we were so far back in there. I'm like, oh, this. if anything gets on here, I'll be impressed, right? And if you had told me that I was going to have some jackass on a four-wheeler that drove through in front of that camera <laughs> i would have said there's no way in hell but oh, nonetheless, no that's what happened because drummond island that's what happens in weird places like that um x-vision optics we are getting closer and closer to coyote season so looking forward to that all your thermal needs night vision all that kind of stuff and finally timber ninja on our o2 shop right and uh i can't those x-vision so is X-Vision um, and Half-Rack, all of our friends. But the uh, Timber Ninja stuff, dude, that is that is high-quality stuff. Up there, Drummond used that ledge platform, which it's, it's a tank of a platform. Uh, I'm not going to lie. That thing is built tough, but it gives you cool angles. It's large enough. It's, it is heavier than some platforms on the market, but... At the same time, it wasn't so heavy that like I felt like I was lugging anything more on my back. And everything we did out there, it was hanging hunt as you went. It was not and like got way off in the trails, um, riding e-bikes and different things around. Whatever that ledge platform, very cool. Saddle Nano is what I was running, super light, so saved a ton of weight there. Um, anyways. Timber Ninja, check out their stuff. Use the code Ohio for free shipping. And I think that covers the the bill paying aspect, Paul. It does, man. Thanks to all those companies and thanks to the guys you guys listening to the show, supporting uh supporting us and, and supporting our partners. So couldn't uh couldn't do this without you. So Andrew, right. I've moved locations. Hopefully my internet issues are uh are under control. I no, like I, mean, I wish no. I wish people could see how angry my face gets when this internet goes out. Like it's just, I, it makes me, it makes me so bad. 
Uh, all right. So anyway, all right. Our own fault because we live five minutes from each other, but we live busy lives that yeah, don't yeah. allow for that always. Yeah, that's um, what's what's uh, what's going on in the news? The world of news. Gun season started today. So if you're out, uh, Orange Army in it up, man. Let us know how you do. Yeah, and I'll t- a couple quick shout outs. Old roommate of mine, Jason Keltner, took took down a nice buck today. Ryan Gregoire took down a nice buck, I think, over the weekend. Um, people, I've been getting a lot of pictures and people tagging us and stuff. That's awesome. Congratulations. Get out there, do your part. Um, be safe, right? Be safe. And especially if you are hunting in the CWD surveillance area, okay, the DSA, you got to check your deer this week and they got to test them. It's mandatory, all mandatory. of them. public, and private, doesn't matter. Yep. Like it or, or not, like that's that's what you got to do. So please, just abide by the the rule and get your damn deer checked. Um, there's more information about that. I remember that's Wyandotte, Marion, and Hardin counties. But more information on that, OhioDNR.gov, and you can find out all the details there. As far as other news around the state goes, I don't have a ton, Paul. Um, some stuff about uh, doing you know, winter wonderland type things. Outside in Ohio, um, it is cold today, uh, so we actually get a, a yeah, bite of winter. A little, little spit and snow today. Yeah. A little spit and snow. Oh, B Hall sent me some pictures today up there near Toledo, and he's got snow on the ground. Uh, just a dusting, he said. But anywho, there is a lot of cool stuff to do in Ohio outside in the winter. Uh, make sure you're taking advantage of that. And then, and then da, 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 da. I think that's about it from from the news perspective. I'm you know, I saw I so I you know we're lincoln county residents i i read the newark advocate and i was on their website and and i think it was you can get it on you know the it came from the from a writer in mansfield but the columbus dispatch or any of those usa today network publications but friend of the program uh state employee sarah shot she um she works for the Department of Wildlife. She's helped us you know, facilitate some conversations with some folks in the state and and, and form relationships there. She's uh she's sharp, man. She and she's a freaking killer. I'll tell you that. Uh, her they the this kid did a uh, a family hunting tradition article about her and her family. So that's really neat. Check that out. Talks about the uh, just the the hunting heritage uh, within <clears throat> within her her family and and really just kind of our, our shared heritage that we have as hunters so check that out in your local newspaper pretty cool congratulations sarah uh to you and your family so what else i think that's it man yeah it's it's the deer season gun season we'll get some stuff that comes out of that but news wise there's not going to be anything really um i'd imagine popping up yeah. so we'll get you well, updated numbers and stuff as soon as we see them but um i feel like the state might be a little slow to release those this year i'm not sure I wonder if they just wait until after gun season and then just that's it. Yeah, just touch touch those up because they released them kind of after the peak of the rut uh, and saw that. So, yeah, but well, Well, uh, you killed a buck, man. Congratulations. uh, We got to start. We got to start way before that. Right. Where are we starting? I don't Anybody who knows you and I like we just have this. I don't want to say it's like a rain cloud over top of us, but I feel like there's a, there's a, a cloud of some sort, right? So you can't start a trip without an issue. And we, <laughs> you show up at my house at like six o'clock. We got about called a 10 hour drive yeah. when you throw in stops and stuff, a 10 hour drive. We're going straight through all the way up to Drummond, but we got to pull a trailer. So I go to borrow the trailer from the neighbor and the lights don't work on the trailer. 
and that was the first uh, hitch and yeah. hurdle and end the trip, right? So instead of leaving an hour or on time, we ended up leaving, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes after we were really going to go. We got the lights fixed, all that kind of stuff. Well, we made our way up there. Um, so Drummond Island, for those of you who don't know, we, we went up last year, um, had some success, but more than anything, it's a, just an interesting place. And you, you got to go all the way up the state of Michigan. You go across the bridge <laughs> yeah, to the UP and then hang a right, basically, and go all the way to the coast, hop on a ferry, get over to this island. Now, everybody's asked me, oh, you know, Michigan hunting is probably really cool or whatever. It is very cool. And to try to give a quick description of the island, because it's really hard if you've never been there to explain what it is. Um, there's a lot of public ground. It's a heavily used island in the summer for people with like Jeeps and ATVs and all that kind of stuff. They've got these trails. Uh, you have to have an off-road permit to go, you know, driving through. But it's, I mean, that's what it is. And then you've got, very very different kind of terrain and landscapes and we'll be driving you'll be on like uh you know gravel and then the next thing you'll be on these boulders and the next thing you're on a slate and then it's almost like sand it's like just weird kind of terrain but then the 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 hunting itself i mean you can hunt areas that look similar to ohio with hardwoods you can hunt areas. there ain't many of those areas though not many but there's some that remind me of pennsylvania more beach brush and that kind of stuff then you got areas with swamps. You've got areas with cedar thick areas where it, it feels like dusk all day long in there because it's so damn dark. You've got pine thickets. You've got aspen groves. You've got meadows. I mean, you've kind of got a little bit of everything. You also have wolves, bears, moose. Uh, what am I missing? Snowshoe hares. Cougars. Yes, you saw snowshoe hare. Uh you got different elements on that island. I need to talk to a biologist. We need to talk to a biologist because one of the things I really do not understand about that island is how they manage their deer. And as I haven't looked at the numbers today uh, since we left, really, but the first couple days we were there, um, you, well, when you're on the island, you'll notice that there are doe feeding on the side of the road all day long. 10 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, all day long. There's just seemingly there are doe everywhere. The bucks, you don't see legal deer very much, right? Um, they have antler point restrictions. You got to have three on one side. And um, they you just don't see them. But... When you look at the harvest numbers for that county up there, I'm not even talking it's heavily favored in the antler deer department. I'm talking it is exponentially larger. So I think was it after about day one, that county up there had harvested close to 60 antler deer and two antlerless. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that was, that was that was for the first day. Yep. That was day one in Ohio. We generally sit at about 50, 50, right? So if had there been 60 bucks, there have been 60 does. So we're not even close. Like those numbers are not even close. And I, I struggle with this because you see the dough, you know, they're there. They got a bunch of them. 
that island and i'm sure we have like you know so many residents of drummond island that listen to the show but it's kind of i don't want to say it's ba- i don't know if backwards is the right term or behind the times or i don't know what the deal is i really don't um they didn't get internet there till like seven or eight years ago i'm told but there's it's it is it is it seems like you're on an island that is living in the past, and I don't know if that's some of the deer management philosophy as well. But regardless, like one of the things I've heard, I don't know, Mark Kenyon or somebody talking about this idea when you have so many doe, the bucks don't travel. If they don't travel, Justin you don't... from Blackie was talking about that. What? What? Justin was talking about too. Yeah. When they don't yeah. travel, you don't see them. Okay, so I don't know if that's part of the problem up there. I don't know. Uh, what did Glenn say last year? They sold a thousand and it's a lottery doe permit. Okay. So they had a thousand permits that they gave out. 22 of them were used. Yeah. So here's the updated numbers from the firearm, from the two week firearm se- season for that County. So drum and I, this is not just the Island. This is, this is a big County, right? So mainland and Island 556 antler deer, 56 antlerless deer. So 612 deer were killed. 500 more bucks than does 10 times it's insane there's something there's something i don't understand about that and i got a pea brain i'm not intelligent when it comes to this kind of stuff i don't i don't know what it is but anywho so that could be another issue with why hunting this island is difficult okay so we got up there what was that monday night i think and then uh, we did our little uh, recording with a Monday or Tuesday night, but basically it took Tuesday. You guys did a little grouse hunting, did some scouting. I got caught up on life um, and sleep, some other stuff. But on Tuesday, Tuesday was very chill. November 15th was Wednesday. That was their first day of, of opener. And uh, so it was us, uh, Bobby from Wicked North, Glenn and Justin from Blackgate. Right. And we had a, little bit of everything going on i'm trying to think did we all go to about the same location that first morning we, we did yeah same. we were all fairly fairly close yeah and i think and that was close to where i took the doe last year where i seen some other deer like that was a an area that we were comfortable with we'd been in there had some success and let's try it so, okay, and let's uh, we'll also say you can bait on public land on Drummond Island. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like it's a wild Justin, field, and none of us. I mean, some of us dumped some bait, but I don't Justin, think anyone killed over bait. Justin would probably look like we did last year, where once we said, "Oh yeah, we just go dump some bait out there," and he's like, "What? What?" He like gives us this look. No, what? You get? Are you, you guys high? No, like. This is what you can do up there, Justin. Now, I think it's one of those things you probably have to do for a while. You can't just go dump a bag of corn and expect, oh, they're going to find it. So, but you will find people that are on public land and they bait, you know, throughout the season. So I just, I'm t- from my perspective that morning, was it me and Bobby and, and Justin went out in our, on the gator and I was like, I'll just, I bought a bag of corn along the way. What the hell? I'll just throw it out there. I don't care. Um, so I went in Rome, I, right? 
Dude, this was was one of those mornings where I'm just, I should have stayed in bed or whatever. I go walking, I park the gator, I go walking into the woods. I think I know where I'm going. I have, you know, in my mind, it's dark, uh, very dark, because there is no light out there. Um, I think I know where I'm going, have my idea. I come, I'm like, all right, this is this tree will do. I, I set my gun next to my tree in the dark. Mistake number one. I'm like, ah, oh, just walk 30 steps this way, dump this bag of corn. Oh, look, I can see a little bit of reflection off of a stream. It must be a stream over there, right? Uh, but, you know, off the moon. All right, well, this will be good. Deer like water. I got a little corn. This is my, my borad thought process. <laughs> then I turn around. And I can't find the tree that I lean my gun up against. So then I wander around in the dark. I don't know, 15 minutes until I happen to find that tree <laughs> where my gun was. And I was like, yeah, this is just going to be great. Of course, by then the sun's like starting to come up and I go climbing up this tree. I will tell you, it did not take long. And I had a couple, I think they were doe that were just off to my right, probably 30 or 40 yards. But those were the only deer I saw that morning. I also realized that the stream that I thought was actually uh, the path uh, trail, you know, that the oh the ATVs and everything drive on. So here I am in a tree, thirty yards from a bag of you know a pile of corn, and I don't I don't know twenty yards off of the damn path of for you know the ATVs. Oh my god, totally totally botched that. Uh I think what we come back for lunch and then went back out to that area in the afternoon and I still had no success, but it was a much smoother afternoon. What were you doing that morning? Uh, so I, I had scouted, I had scouted an area the day before there's dude. I love hunting marshes. If you've listened to the show, you know that marshes swamps. That's my thing. So I, I found a swampy area and Glenn and I went out and scouted it that day before on Tuesday. Um, and then, so I got an e-bike. It was my first fully loaded hunt trip or hunting oh, uh, trip right. on that e-bike. So I uh, was getting my freaking face uh, and my back and my butt pounded by that e-bike. And uh, dude, I, I, I walked in, I, I, I walked into the woods uh, like my spot at shooting lane because dude, it took me so long to, to get out there. Dude, it roasted my butt. Like I made butt jokes all week about it. I, I, I mean, that I was I, so funny. We, cause we had barely any cell phone service. And so like we were getting messages from where we were, we had cell phone service where you guys were at. It wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. So we get one at one point that you and Glenn had both gone over handlebars and oh, crashed yeah. your butt. <laughs> yep. And Glenn thought yeah. he broke his wrist. Dude, so I, I fell first and I, I just hit like so you talking about like four wheelers and Jeeps being around. And most of that island, like the ruts, like it's our hard bottom. So they're not too bad. But I hit the one rut that was like, I don't know, 10, 12 inches deep, and it was soft. And I hit it like, you know, probably 10 mile an hour. And do that bike just went right out from underneath me, and I went right over those handlebars and just landed on my side. It, I, I landed in like the softest grass ever. It was perfect. So I gather my stuff up, brush myself off, and I, I drive like a hundred yards. And Glenn, as I pull up, is getting up off the ground, and his eyes are like the size of saucers. And he's like, "Oh my god!" He's got this giant like chunk of like grass sticking out of his back with like this huge like rosette, just like stops. So- 
I was at first I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yes, immediately started laughing <laughs> just because of the, all the grass that he had, dude, it was, yeah, it was great. He's like, I went over the handlebars. Like he went right over them. So, but yeah, man, then, I, I walked in, I walked in, sorry, go ahead. What? I'm trying to no, know you, you can continue. I'm trying, I was trying to think what all happened that morning for you guys besides crashing the bikes. The Glenn, does that the big Glenn shot us though? Yeah, Glenn, Glenn popped the dough, man. Pop the dough. So he was, yeah, he was not excited, but I, yeah. So I, I, I hunted. Um, I saw, I, I saw, I saw some does. I didn't see any bucks. I didn't have a doe tag. Um, so I just, I, I pack up and I start heading back to, uh, the truck. Cause it's, it's like 11 o'clock at this point. Um, I was going to move. Uh, and so I'm, I'm headed back and I, and I, I see like a deer on a cart. And I look up and it's Glenn. I was just like, oh my God. Like it just I just happened to like with the perfect time. There's no service. I just happened to like roll by and he's he's loading this dough up, man. So I, I helped him get that get that sucker out. And he had walked all the way back. And dude, this is like this is like a mile and a half through like the nastiest stuff. And he was gonna pull that dough <laughs> out of there. So it was like perfect. It was serendipitous, man. And he was just like, he was very grateful that uh he had someone to walk with on the way out, but did you hear him shoot? I did. Yeah. I, I heard him shoot. I heard a couple gunshots go off. Um, and I even thought I'm like, dude, I bet that was him. Um, and he, he shot probably like maybe an hour into shooting out shooting light. And so I had, Oh gosh. Sorry guys. Big yawn there months. Jeez. Um, I had, uh, I had deer around me, you know, I was in a good spot. I had some, some buck activity in there. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to blow the hunt and he had two tags and he can shoot two deer in a day. So I, you know, I figured he'd, you know, if there's one, there might be another one. Yeah. So yeah, well, it was good. It was good. But that, that was it. The, like the funniest thing, like, so there's this trail, there's a parking lot and there's trail. And this trail leads to like a, a, a portion of this public. I mean, it's probably, do what 6,000 acres. I mean, it's just this massive block of public property and there's a couple spots and there's this trail and this dude, like he painted, he baited 150 yards off of the parking spot on the trail, set a two man ladder stand up and, and Glenn and I are dragging this doe out and we walk up and this dude's in the middle of the trail spraying doe estrus on top of his bait. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I great guy. I just talked away to walk right by his stuff, but um, I don't know, man. I just, I just thought it was, it was a funny moment. You see all kinds of Great things up there on Drummond Island. Um, I you think do. one of the the funniest things, not hunting related. What you mean, Glenn? We went somewhere. Uh, I don't know. We we're getting gas or groceries or something. We hop out of the truck. This is after your bike trip, right? And there's some older guy in front of us. And uh, the people that are, are not, you know, think we're not fond of Drummond Island, uh, the, the Drummond Island folk are probably not fond of us. Um, yeah. And it's not that we're not I fond of them. It. I mean, it's, it is an interesting this, place to be. But this story, this story coming up is not kid appropriate. So, I mean, <laughs> anywho. Tell, uh, tell like got, it is. I'll tell it. Paul gets out of the truck and he's like, oh, God, my butthole hurts so bad i haven't taken a pound was, in like I was, years because if you've never just making a joke like, yeah yeah there's an old guy in front of us 
you ridden the, if you've never ridden an e-bike if you don't have like the the what, suspension seat like it is it is a rough road right rough road oh my god uh, especially on those rocks so of course i'm like oh yeah sorry about that paul i didn't mean to you know go that hard on you and, and what you okay first off my butthole's never taken a pounding ever okay it too it definitely isn't happening from you just so we are on the same page i just said this just to be funny we were just being complete assholes you know just <laughs> talking out loud and then what what'd you say after that I, well that's when that's i that's when i said like yeah my butt hasn't taken a pounding like that in years <laughs> this old man oh, was like hurts around shaking <laughs> oh god he was disgusted with that <laughs> i couldn't oh, stop laughing <laughs> that was so funny so uh, it but, was it was uh, it was good stuff all right well anywho. welcome back to the welcome back to the program now back to hunting um justin did have success that first day in the afternoon he, yeah, and he, he was a deer you. all over him he had oh yeah, he, he took a swipe at a buck and, and 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 didn't connect. And he has a 450 Bushmaster, and dude, that thing was devastating. Yeah, and that he shot well, that doe, and we he says she ran or flopped or something, but like her heart was literally hanging out of her chest. It was insane. But um, anyways, uh, Justin knows how to get on deer, so I will say that. Oh, the, yeah, he's a hell of a hunter. The next day, I don't remember where you went. I went back to the same spot. I was um, sick the next day. I woke up. I did not feel well, man. I did not hunt that that first morning. That's right. I had a terrible headache, just chills. Dude, I just rode out the morning. Yeah. I went back to the same spot, hoping that maybe I could get in there better. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. I think I saw a couple little bucks, the spikes, you know. Talk about mm-hmm. not seeing the legal deer. The spikes are still dumb, or maybe they're smart enough. They know they're not going to get shot, but like they were moving through, and um, but the big deer were not. So, whatever. Um, came back that afternoon, and I think you had already left. Like you, you had stayed in in the morning, but then you had gone out, and that might have been when you sent us that shed update. And yeah, I, 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 yeah, I didn't want to burn a full day in the woods, so I just kind of like recovered and got out. Yeah, yeah yep. mid morning. So Glenn and I come back, and this is where the story gets fun. But Glenn and I come back, and we're sitting there talking. We're like, "All right, we're not seeing anything over here. What do we? What do we want to do?" And Glenn had a trail camera out um, <clears throat> that he had pulled the card from what a couple days prior, and he had some decent deer on this other part of the island, and he called it the the swamp. So Glenn and I decide we're going to go to the swamp. We leave about two o'clock in the afternoon. We have to drive the truck as far as we can, park the truck, hop on the e-bikes, ride those back a couple miles, park those, hike in a half mile or so to get set up. So what this swamp looks like, you ride the e-bike out, you park in this, right at the edge of the cedar thicket, you walk through this area that is dark, even though it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, it's just so shady and dense in there. It just feels really dark. It's very cool area to walk through would be great for stalking because the cedar, um, leaves, I should know that terminology, but you know, brush underneath it's quiet, man. It's like walking on a pillow. So um, it's like, it just absorbs everything. The sound it's like a black hole. It is. So you get through there and I'm following Glenn and, we uh we know kind of where we want to go, but 
but Glenn and I are, are both vertically challenged. So in my world, any chance I get to go up in the world, I'm, I'm going up. I'm going to climb a tree. <laughs> and we get to this spot where he's got the trail camera somewhere nearby. I don't know exactly where, um, but it was in that very close to where we were. And we're looking around at trees. There is like aspen trees. And then there's some other, a lot of, a lot of pine, a lot of cedar. Long story short, there are no good climbing trees. Aspen trees are probably not the best. Like looking at them, they're very smooth barked and they didn't have, uh, or there's a lot of them that are large and laying on the ground. Like they fell over for almost like no purpose or a seemingly no reason that they would fall over. So you're like questioning whether or not you should actually climb one. Anyways, Glenn's like, why don't you go? I'm just going to use directions. You know, whatever you go, you go west there and uh see if you can find a, a tree to climb i'm gonna he said he points at one he's like i think i'm gonna climb that one and i'll overlook this swamp i'm like all right so i start walking there is deer sign everywhere there's so much deer crap on the ground I'm like well there's deer around here for sure so i'm wandering i still it's all aspens and pines i'm not finding anything i'm like you know what screw it i'll go back i'll climb a tree i will literally be right across 25 30 yards from glenn we can just overlook this swamp together i'll get in an aspen so if it falls over at least glenn's there to save me or something <laughs> and uh whatever that's where we'll be i don't want to screw around walking through here and get lost or whatever so i go back well glenn is gone glenn is not in the tree and i see glenn he's about 50 yards to the north and it looks like he's attempting to get in the tree so i'm like all right that's where glenn's going up I'm going to go in this tree that overlooks the swamp now that Glenn was originally going to be in. Paul, it was one of those moments that I seem to uh, have way too often where everything's going wrong. I start up this tree. I drop a stick. I get down. I get the stick. I go back up the tree. I drop my glove. I'm like, Hell, I don't need this glove. It was warm enough at that point. I had my, you know, for my muff thing. I'm like, I just, I'll be fine without the glove. Just don't forget that it's there. So um, eventually I get up the tree. I'm looking at the tree as I'm climbing it. There's lots of either boreholes or woodpecker holes. I'm like, I don't even know if this thing's alive, which is a wonderful feeling as you climb a tree to know <laughs> if it's even alive. But uh, I get up there, set the platform. I'm, I hang my bag and my gun hooks and like they weren't even in the right place. They were hanging too low. I didn't even put my back strap on. I didn't put my knee pads on. I'm like, you know what? Just stop. It's like at this point, I want to say it was close to four o'clock and it gets dark about 530. I think was about the end of shooting light, maybe 534, 37, something like that. You got an hour and a half, dude. Paul, you know me, I'm very high strung. I run at full octane all the time. I'm like, just chill out, right? Just relax, enjoy the moment. Now, a lot of us that hunt in Ohio, even though we go out to the woods or you're out in what seems like the, in nature, unless you're, you know, maybe some parts of the southeastern, eastern Ohio, but like you can always still seem to hear an airplane or a train off in the distance, a dog barking, whatever, something that it, when I was sitting there, I'm like, 
Andrew, you have to stop and realize, like, just take it all in. It was like an epiphany moment for me. There are no dogs barking. There's no planes flying overhead. You're in peace and quiet in these woods. There are predators out here that can kill you. Um, Just enjoy it. Like, just take it all in. And I'm not joking, Paul. It was less than 10 minutes later. I hear slosh, 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 slosh. Now I had probably sounded like a bomb going off. It's quiet. It was so it was so loud, so loud. And I, I've had deer sneak in underneath me. They're like ninjas in the woods. Um, this was so so stinking loud. I'm like, and I had been busted like a week prior by a deer coming up behind me that I couldn't see him. I could hear him coming, but I couldn't see him. So I am like, that is something front and center in my mind is don't turn too fast. So I'm just like sitting really still and like turning my head and I hear this sloshing. It's so loud. I thought it was going to be right underneath me. And I am right on the edge of this swamp or the water, standing waters. And so I really thought they were going to be, it was going to be right underneath me. Slosh, slosh, slosh again. Stops. Then I'm like, what in the hell is this? Is it a beaver? Is it a moose? There's moose on the island. Uh, Is it a wolf? Is it a bear? Is it Glenn? What is Glenn doing in the swamp? Is Glenn in the swamp? Why is Glenn in the swamp? It was that loud, right? <laughs> I think the third time, slosh, 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 slosh. This time, I, I must have looked up or I caught movement out of another part of my eye. And here's this buck walking across the middle of the swamp. And he, at that point, was was on a mission. Like, he wasn't, he wasn't running or anything, but he was walking through that. And he was like with a purpose instantly realized this is a legal deer and he's got three points on the one side. So I, you know, I don't know if it's a, who was talking about the brownout idea um, that you just, <clears throat> you, you get on, how's your buddy? Noble one. Andrew Noble. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, Whatever. I, I don't say I'm br- I browned out completely because I do remember the whole process. But bring the gun up. It is faster than a bow. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't going to stop him. He was in the middle of this, this swamp. So bring the gun up. I put it on him. Pull the trigger. This deer, and I've had enough issues with deer that I've hit with archery equipment, but it doesn't matter that I've hit and I don't find them in the long run. Right. We've been through that before in the past. Um, the deer turns around, pulls his one leg up and starts running back where he came from. First thing in my mind, I hit this deer in the damn toe. Okay. And that I hurt his foot and that's what, you know, something went wrong. That's probably not the right attitude to have, but Based on experiences I've had in the past, that's what came to my mind. So, but I see him go running off. I can't even say, I can't say I heard him crash. I heard a crash of some sort, but I really thought that was just him jumping into the wood, back into the wood line. And with those cedars and the brush from the cedars, it's so quiet. Like you're not really going to hear a huge crash um, that you might on leaves. But then I'm like half freaking out. All right. What happens? What happens? What do I do? What do I do? At this point, it's 4.15, and I'm like, all right, Glenn is 50 yards to your north. 
what, what do we, we don't want to ruin his hunt. And then I'm like, I don't know. You, you know, it's going to get dark here. Uh, there are wolves and bears and everything on this island. Like maybe I need to get down. You know what? If you shot, you're probably already ruined Glenn's hunt. So let's just start getting down. So I start getting down. I'm two sticks to go or something like that. And here comes Glenn from the West, like complete different direction from where I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Where are you coming from? I had no, I, why are you there? Right. He was supposed to be the other direction. He's like, well, you know, I got kind of bored and I started walking. He ended up showing me his path. He was way the hell off there. But then he's like, I heard your shot. So I came back. So I'm like, well, yeah, I, I shot one. Glenn, I shot one. So I get down from the trees, like leave all your stuff here. Let's go find the deer and we'll go from there. And at that point, I don't know if he's dead. And I'm still have this thought in my mind, like until I put my hands on that deer's antlers, like he's not done count. Yeah, it doesn't count. We wander around the edge of the swamp. Now, we're not talking a huge distance, but because of the, the fall down, the blowdown and everything of these trees and stuff, it was not necessarily the easiest walk. But we get to this path and Glenn's standing there looking for blood. And it, and this path was was well worn. And he's like, well, he had to come through here because this is the path. And I'm kind of looking at it. I go, which, which tree was I in? And I'm looking. I go, I don't think so, Glenn. Uh, we don't see the deer. Uh, I'm like, I don't think that's the the path he came on. Like, I remember him being further back. So I kind of swing around the, this one fallen tree and I see him. Right, see the white belly. And uh, he's laying there in some cedars. He didn't get. What did you say when you saw him? Glenn! Glad I just started screaming and I apologize to anybody else who's in that area, but I'm sorry. I I needed that. that There actually was. That was the crazy part. Okay. Get to that in a second. But the uh so I go over, find the find this deer. (laughs) Glenn's like, All right, go ahead and put your tag on it first before anything. He goes and I'm like, oh shoot. So I run back to my backpack that I had left at the base of the tree, grab the tag, put the tag on. And Glenn's like, all right, here's the deal. It's 430. I'm going to go get the e-bikes, ride back to the truck, or get an e-bike, ride back to the truck, and try to drive the truck back as far as I can. Now, we rode the e-bikes back on a road that you technically can traverse with a truck. However, it's not good for your truck um and i i, well, I noted at one point not good for your truck or buttholes or butthole. <laughs> uh the thank you paul the um you're going five or six miles an hour right it's that you got to go that slow over some of these rocks and so we're talking boulders in the middle of the road it's insane yeah but you, it's hard to describe if you haven't done it um but anyways so glenn's like you need to get that deer gutted and drag him out as far as you possibly can. He's He had a game cart in the truck, but he's like, I'll go get all that stuff and I'll get him gutted out. Uh, and he's like, do you have your pistol on you? Of course, no, that's in my bag as well. Um, he's like, all right, well, just remember that trail cam I have over there had a pack of wolves go through last week. Um, so make sure you have your gun by you. I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. Like. That makes me feel great. I'm going to gut this deer and uh, drag this fresh meat out of here with a pack of wolves nearby. And he's not, he wasn't lying. Like we all sat there looking at the trail cam card that night. And there was five or six wolves that had run through a week prior. Um, that That's you're not in Kansas anymore, Dorothy, right? When it comes to 
hunting in Ohio, uh, comparing that to, uh, to what we got down here. But so I get the deer gutted, I start dragging it. You know, it's one of those things, the first couple of pulls of the dra- drag, you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then by 10, 15 minutes into it, you're like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. But um, get back. So as I'm pulling them around, I get back to where I've got all my gear. One thing I'll say is I had the heart in the bag, uh, one of the Wicked North uh, big game kill kits. There you go, Bobby. Love those things. But I had taken the heart and went went to put it in a pocket. Well, I didn't really have any pocket space uh, as I was doing this drag, so I had stuck it in my bib. So I'm I'm overdressed at this point. I'm sweating my ass off. I've got a warm deer heart that is slowly sliding down my the crotch of my bibs, and I'm dragging this couple hundred pound deer through wolf infested woods. Um, it was really exhilarating. Uh, and I, get, I get to my bag. Uh, I, I unloaded like clothes and that kind of stuff through the heart in the bag and then just continued this drag. I'm like, as I'm watching, you know, it's getting darker and darker. We got to get this deer. I don't, I do not want to be in those woods any later than I have to be. Um, you can call me a puss or whatever, but that's fine. Um, so I get, I get, I keep dragging pull up my onyx at one point just to make sure i'm still heading the right direction being that it's the up of michigan and weird force fields and ufos and everything else of course the onyx is like going crazy right the it wasn't i'm like this is stupid i put that back in my pocket and just kept going the direction i thought and i was going the right way so all of a sudden i see somebody walking through the woods and i'm like glenn glenn i like, finally he's here no not glenn I just heard you shot. I was probably about 50 yards from you. I want to see where we got. <laughs> oh. So here's yeah, this yeah, other guy. Yeah. Hunting. Okay. No idea that he was there. Um, oh, you know, he's like a oh, nice deer. Nice deer. Well, talk to you later. See ya. <laughs> and he takes off. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know. I gave a couple more pulls and then Glenn did get there. So I had gotten it about, I don't know, 700 yards almost half mile out of there and um we threw it on game roast roasted dude and like we at camp had had bottled water uh that we were you you know that was our drinking source we had run out of water prior to going out that afternoon and the only thing left was like sparkling water which i don't like sparkling water i'll drink seltzers all day but those i do not really do i just say if it's got booze in it you'll drink no that's different (laughs) <laughs> the uh <laughs> so I, that was all i had and i and i didn't even have much of that you know five or six ounces i am so parched at this point i am so thirsty and i'm like glenn let's get this damn deer out of here and i have to go to the gas station like i'm gonna buy every gatorade they have and he's like all right so we get it out and uh put it into the truck at this point it's like okay i actually got the deer i got it out i actually shot it i found it i got it through the wolves like everything mission accomplished mission accomplished so we did stop at a gas station and you, anyone see it anyone see it anyone see the deer there was some guy who stopped um to see if he said his 87 year old mother or grandmother had shot at a deer earlier in the day and gave it a haircut. And he was trying to decide if that was the one. Now, I can't say that it was or wasn't. Glenn thought it actually might have been. But either way, it wasn't his then. It was mine. And uh, yeah, I'm tagging this one now, son. Uh, yeah, my tag was on that deer. So 
And when I fought, when I shot him, he was completely healthy. Um, but anyway, so we get get back. We do all the the fun stuff, taking pictures, all that kind of stuff. And I think that uh, the the last part of the whole story in general is is after after this, right? So you you and I know well, maybe we're not the best planners in the world, but it's one of those things that like I'll I'll, I'll figure out the solution after the fact because it's a good problem to have. We can't take that deer across state lines. And <laughs> no, man. no, that's a big no, no. And it's got to be like complete. It's got to be deboned. If you're taking the skull, it's got spinal cord, no brain you know, because of the possible transmission of CWD. So we, we can't take this deer. Across even though, even though there's no CWD on Drummond or anything like that, like that's the rule. So at this point, you and I are kind of sitting there like, well, the hell are we going to do about this? So, um, I didn't have enough time to debone it. I did want to take the head back and I, I, I didn't know what to do. So I think you went out that Friday morning. I sat there and kind of got cleaned up and, and organized. And, uh, we started the trip back, which the drive back when you have a deer on your, on the bed of your, your trailer is oh, so much awesome. fun. So oh, yeah. you're just flexing all these other chumps that didn't shoot bucks. And you're like, what's up, man? <laughs> And the great thing is, they're all waving at me. Hey, it's my deer because I'm driving. Right, they're honking, giving you the rock on sign. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, man! It was great. And then, as you come over the bridge, they take a a a count of how many deer they call. You know, anybody who lives below the bridge, you're a troll. Troll count. count. So uh, we added to the troll count. Anyways, uh, we we decide we we don't really have a choice. I had to find a processor up there. Now I usually like to do them all myself, but in this situation, I cannot do that. And, um, we find one, of course, it has to be at right outside of Ann Arbor. Uh, but it was now in, in the defense of Ann Arbor, we stop and get pizza there every year. Freaking delicious pizza. It's the best part about <laughs> Ann Arbor. It does time up perfectly, but I'm looking at, I'm looking at these places, right? And I don't know, generally I go to, a, if I'm going to go to a processor, I'm going someplace where I'm getting recommendations or I've been there before that kind of stuff. This is, this is all foreign. Straight Google. Yeah. Straight Google reviews. It's all straight you're working Google, on. And you're in enemy territory. Like, you don't know what you're going to get. So Google, Google reviews helped out a lot. Come across this place. I'm not going to give, give them out yet. Well, what was it KAS? I think is what it was called. Anyways, KNS or K, yeah, yeah, something like that. They, they, dude, um, it was an operation, man. The best part serious. about that was seeing that flock of turkeys right down the street and seeing a oh smoke-faced freaking gobbler. Oh my, dude, we're lucky we survived. I almost wrecked that freaking Tahoe. Seeing, that I know bird. you did. I know you did, and that's where I would have lost a deer. That would have been my luck. Mm-hmm. Oh, Paul and Andrew died in a fiery crash because he was looking at some smoke-colored bird, like. You were so excited. They were right in somebody's front yard. There's a whole oh, lot dude. of lots of, oh, birds, lots of turkeys up there. Um, oh, not dude. on the island, but on the oh. mainland. Anyways, so we find this place and we're, you know, you, you and I decide we're going to pull in there. Well, first of all, we had to time it up so that we were there when they were open and they, they we were cutting it close. We were, and you had to have a reservation. Uh, yeah. So we had to like, make sure. Right? That, yeah. You had to time that up and, and you had to make the reservation. So we make the reservation somewhere five hours earlier in the day time it up right we got there right on time and we still were like the third or fourth vehicle in line cool operation this dude has a huge barn in his backyard nice barn um 
where they have a drop-off area, an area where you can go in and pay, another area where you go in and pick up. And uh, we pull up, pull the deer off off the cart, drag it in. Looks like a deer factory. There are freaking unbelievable number of deer in there. Um, so my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the whole week was this guy that comes up behind me. He's like, Hey, is it? And this, he's dropping off a deer too. And he's got like a little forky or something. Hey man, is that, that your deer? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a great buck, man. That's great. How'd you get it? And gave him kind of like a little bit of the story. And uh, he's like, man, that is awesome. Are you the, are you the one from Ohio? He must've read our license plate. (coughs) Talk to you or something. (coughs) I said, yeah, yeah. We came up here from Ohio. He looks at me and goes, "Hey man, do me a favor. Don't ever come back here and kill our deer again." <laughs> like, you got it, bud. Just give us a football game. We'll be all right. Yeah. Um, but uh, he said that I took my shirt off. I was ready to throw down. Like you mean right? boys should fight? <laughs> I thought this was America. Yeah, we would have got our ass kicked there. I'll be honest with you. The number of people that were uh, probably maize and blue, but the uh, anyways, cool, cool operation. Dude's gonna get me all taken care of, and I got to do your amount up there because even though I like to do that myself, um, can't take it across the line. So we'll head back up there in January to pick up the goods. And, uh, yeah, man, it was a, it was a fun story, fun trip. I went up there with very little expectations because it is so hard and the antler point restrictions and everything else. So that was a good surprise. Um, and, and really, I mean, I don't know. We didn't, we didn't get one last year as a camp. That was a first since we've been going up. Uh, I don't think Glenn and Bobby got one the year before. So Glenn's son's taken one from up there, but most of the, they are hard to come by on that island. Even though they, their reports come back with whatever, 10 times the number of bucks taken, I think it's one of those things you really have to have them pinned down and know where they're at, bait them, whatever it is, yeah. uh, to get them in. So You got to be in their wheelhouse, man. I mean, like in it because they're not they're not cruising and i mean theoretically it's the statistical peak of the rut uh it ain't the rut like it is here in ohio so no not yeah. at all but congratulations man you 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 needed that you've been getting your face kicked in recently and and man i, I was i was real happy that uh you got it you got it done so yeah well thanks dude and it was fun and it's, you know it was a good good trip and you had to work for it and uh yeah we all we had a good time so yeah good stuff well thanks thanks guys for listening to the show we appreciate each and every one of you follow us on the dot o2 dot podcast on instagram o2 podcast on the go wild check out the shop the o2 podcast.com click on it all your and stuff the only other thing i'll say this is gun week if you're getting out there this weekend donate a dough right pop a dough Help the population, help the the farmers and hunters feeding the hungry. Look them up online, yep. and uh, you know help do your part. That's what that's, yep. that's part of the, part of what we do. So hashtag donate the dough. Appreciate you guys. Take care. Let's go. I wake up to a little bit of drool on my pillow. Feel like it's gonna be a bad day. Yeah, I'm tired of shit, and the coffee ain't hit yet. Damn, ain't that great? I don't wanna go to work because my boss is a jerk, and I'm not even that paid. I need a change in my life cause I don't feel it like I